Here at IMC, we believe half of financial literacy is about knowledge. Now that other half, now that's lifestyle. It's the way you live. It's the way you move. So together we are going to demystify this good old world of finance and wealth building through our intentional guests and dialogue. Make sure you subscribe, stay tuned, and of course, stay planted. Good people, Isaac Cooper here, CEO of IMC Financial Consulting, host of the Planning Podcast. I need to get a haircut. That's why I'm rocking a hat today. So this would not be consistent. Uh, but ultimately, we are going to review a few articles uh, on what's manifested within the last couple of weeks, maybe within a month as well, that we feel like may be important. Um, and then of course, please leave any feedback in the comments. This will be more frequent on a daily basis and sometimes even multiple times throughout the day based off of uh, what we're speaking about. So uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast, The Planning Podcast. Of course, follow us on all social media platforms, IMC Financial Consulting, and let's dive right in. So immediately what I want to talk through uh, is our good friend, Riri. Uh, so Riri was able to recently be announced through a plethora of platforms that her net worth is now $1.7 billion, making her the richest female musician in the world. Now, what we know about Rihanna is typically through her amazing performances and the great artistry in regards of her music um, and just what we know her for. Now, when we look at and unpack some of the ways in which this billionaire status came to fruition, the music definitely played a role, but it wasn't the primary role. So as we can see here, Rihanna is 33 years old and she sells roughly about 250 million records globally, right? But there is this makeup brand called Fenty Beauty launched in 2017. Now it is very inclusive. Uh, it's a brand that has 50 shades of foundation. Ladies, I'm gonna need y'all to tell me more about what that is or more specifically wifey. I'm gonna need you to tell me more about what that is. Um, but ultimately she was able to go into business 50-50 uh, with one of the, uh, actually the world's richest person, uh, good old Bernard Arnault, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, and Fenty Beauty, um, which is also owned by LVMH, um, which is publicly traded. So Fenty Beauty sold online at Sephora. In its first calendar year in 2018, the annual revenue was $550 million. $550 million. Now, one thing I quickly want to point out before we get to our next topic is the music was the gateway to her becoming a billionaire, but, but it wasn't the only way. So Rihanna was very intentional on leveraging her brand, leveraging her income and the connections in the international, um, uh, really, uh, people throughout different industries and tapped into a um, opportunity that is aligned with her purpose, um, but also um, best reflected the people that she was able to have access to. Prime example, the world's richest person, Bernard Unknown. I'm pretty sure he may know a Riri song. So shout out to Rihanna, uh, becoming a billionaire. This is fantastic, but I, I do wanna highlight for all the artists, um, but also the athletes that this is an example. This is definitely an example on how 
you can leverage your name, leverage your income and invest in different businesses that will allow you to transition out of that sport or that particular industry without having to rely on it to provide for your household for the rest of your life. So shout out to Riri. I may listen to some Rihanna later on today just to support. Um, but that was a you know really good and also exciting article. All right, now we are going to transition to a little bit of high school ball. And so interesting enough, I've been trying to keep up with this name, image, and likeness as much as possible. Um, I'm going to shout out uh, Jim Cavell with Influencer and Teamworks are doing an amazing job preparing these athletes um, and as well educating these athletes in universities uh, by leveraging their name, image, and likeness. Uh, but there was a, a story out in uh, Texas, high school quarterback, the number one recruit in the nation, if I uh, um, believe, uh, if I remember correctly, high school quarterback that had the opportunity to essentially transition out of high school a little bit earlier. And there was some communication that he is being spoken to about some name, image, and likeness deals. And it's close to, uh, you know, up to a million dollars in deals. So this is a five-star quarterback, Quinn Ewers. Ewers, Quinn, if I messed up your last name, my bad. So, of course, he has a chance to make seven figures straight out of high school. Now, think about that. What is he, 17, 18, seven figures? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know too many individuals that walk into that type of income opportunity fresh out of high school. Um, but ultimately, him earning money while in high school would potentially cause an issue. And so as we were looking into this, we saw that even though he's the number one recruit in the nation, um, he did end up enrolling early at Ohio State, which would allow him to be able to cash in on name, image, and likeness. Um, but ultimately, because of the state law and the university interscholastic league, it would not allow him to do that and retain his high school eligibility. So with that being said, this top recruit in the country <laughs> that is coming out of this Dallas area um, really had to make some decisions. And so getting college offers, you got all these different opportunities. You're seeing this name, image and likeness uh, manif manifest itself into something that's a bit more tangible. You, they are leveraging the social media platforms. And so they're looking at, all right, how many followers do you have on Instagram? How many followers do you have on Twitter? You know, and how can we monetize that in some form of fashion? Um, so he said on Twitter that he said, it's unfortunate that I found myself in this situation as my preference would have been to complete my senior season at South Lake Carroll, along with my teammates and friends. I've taken the field alongside for the past three years. However, <laughs> following conversations with my family and those that have my best interests in mind, I decided it's time for me to enroll in or excuse me, at Ohio State and begin my career as a Buckeye. Now, um, Quinn, shout out to your brother. Um, I'm glad that you were able to land on that decision. Um, it's very difficult to be able to make a decision like that because I know he pretty much, you know, the, he enjoys the game of football. Um, but one thing with the sport over time, the responsibility that you have to take on um, uh, with the position you play or the influence you have that evolves. And so that responsibility has now transitioned into an era in which name image and likeness is a factual thing. So shout out to the brother being able to have access to his family to make the right decision. 
Um, I know it would have been great going to prom and all that good jazz. And you see, man, go get paid, brother. Um, you'll see them later. <laughs> go get paid, my brother, um, because it's a new day. It's definitely a new day. So this name, image and likeness era, there has been a lot of taken advantage of already. Um, I've even spoken to athletes here uh, locally that's been approached. Um, and there's just some shady business going on out there. So hopefully the compliance around this will increase. Hopefully those that have the athletes best interests in mind are rising to the top. Um, so folks like Quinn will be able to rely on, on their expertise as they can focus on football and make decisions, but also be educated on the responsibility moving forward. Now, as we continue to look at our next article, name image, image and likeness is, is again, it's a thing. One of the interesting developments before um, everything was inked around the NIL legislation um, was um, really the development of the Overtime Elite Basketball League. Um, on our planning podcast, I spoke to the CEO of Silent Work, uh, John Barnes, and we interviewed him to talk about the future of college basketball with the development of um, Overtime Elite. So Overtime Elite, and let me pull up this article here, ultimately pays high school basketball players six figures. So they are paying high school basketball players six figures um, in this league in which <sighs> there's a lot of opportunities for addressing the educational gap based off of where these players come from. Also, there's some opportunities on ensuring that they best manage their money in, in the correct way. But regardless, what I do want to highlight is this development of um, platforms and leagues that are paying athletes. And so with this platform, um, and we're going to speed through. So essentially, Overtime Elite is a new basketball league, and they're taking the elite high school players. And so they're offering this year-round development. So you got coaching, sports science, performance technologies, facilities. Um, they have an academic program as well. Um, one thing for sure, if you do move forward with this league, you have uh, eliminated your eligibility to play collegiate basketball. Now, one person I definitely want to shout out is LeVar Ball um, because he has uh, created a pathway to show basketball players not necessarily going the uh, normal route to be able to uh, go to the next level um, and then as well to get paid right so you, you got a good amount of these players that have yet to um, um, change their situation or have the opportunity to change their situation if they did not go the normal way and so um, this platform is going to take 30 elite basketball prospects each of them are going to earn a six-figure salary and the ability to participate in revenue using their name, image, and likeness, including through the sale of customized jerseys, video games, NFTs, we'll do another episode around non-fungible tokens, or trading cards. Um, so, oh, oh, of course, we got we got to mention this. Uh, and they also retain the right to sign direct sponsorships with sneaker companies. So a another amazing framework that shows how the ecosystem of basketball has been disrupted considering the impact of name image and likeness but also how they are leveraging these athletes personalities and the way in which they operate on and off the court 
Um, so today, just wanted to quickly recap those articles um, and talk through those. Let us know if there's anything you want us to highlight. Uh, the last thing I do want to share in celebration is the uh, young lady um, that won the spelling bee. Um, so, and let me make sure I have her name correct. So she won the spelling bee and ironically enough, Zalia. Yep. So Zalia, the 14 year old that won the spelling bee. And ironically enough, if you catch Zalia on the basketball court, I hope you got your, your, your shoes tied up. <laughs> we'll just say that because she is an amazing athlete as well. So I do want to highlight the fact that she is the uh, uh, the, the Scripps National Spelling Bee Champion. So shout out to, to Zelia, the 14-year-old the from Louisiana. But she's also a basketball phenom. So if you have a chance to get on YouTube, please type in Zelia Avant-Garde. And if I mispronounce your last name, please forgive me. Um, and you will see the Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving handles sauce, whatever you want to call it, she got it. And it is just outstanding to see the type of talent she has from the neck up, but also showing the discipline she has from the neck down to really exemplify that type of skill set. And, and I believe it takes discipline in both ways, but it's, it's rare you see that type of skill set and you align it with an intellectual capacity like Zelia. So she is really amazing. And I just want to give you really the, uh, uh, I'm gonna make an award of, you get the hashtag planning award because you won the spelling bee, but you also was working on your, your cookability <laughs> uh, uh, with, with the hoop. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you have any recommendations, please, pro please provide. We will be doing this more consistently. Uh, I have some special guests that I will be inviting as well. Outside of that, make sure you subscribe, stay tuned, and of course, stay planning.